Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Greg Mathis from Southern Poultry Research in Athens, Georgia. Greg, always good to see you on Poultry Health Today. Well, it's good to be here. Uh, we've done this many times and hope we can get something out of it again. We've talked so much about coccidiosis, I wanted to talk a little bit about necrotic enteritis today. Uh, I know you've been doing some work with that. You've done a lot of work with it. But, uh, I mean, this is always a big challenge for the U.S. poultry industry, but it becomes even more so when you pull the antibiotics out of the feed. Well, that's very true. Uh, as I'm sure in some of the other discussions for this week was that we had a necrotic enteritis symposium coming into this meeting. And uh, you mentioned that the coccidiosis and necrotic enteritis, but it was really interesting to see that coccidiosis was the number one thing that they talked about in every one of the presentations. But of course, uh, they were leading down to what is necrotic enteritis and these alternatives without antibiotics, and that really is important. Well, and it's kind of hard to discuss one disease without getting into the other. Uh, absolutely, because, uh, you know, the, in 1995 was when probably one of the first times that we really looked at Amiria maxima and showed that it, uh, the direct link between coccidia, particularly maxima, and clostridium. And so uh, we, that was, what, 20-something years ago, and that we still haven't got any of this completely worked out, but gosh, we've learned a lot. And what is it about Imeria maxima in particular that opens up the door for necrotic enteritis? Well, Imeria maxima has that where it penetrates so far and it damages the intestinal tract to such a degree that uh, it allows the clostridium to proliferate and because it's feeding off of the mucus and mucin and it has mucolytic enzymes in, in clostridium. And so once it gets into that really exponential phase, it's starts putting out toxins and of course that's just a cyclic and you get that problem. Uh, none of the other real species are that damaging and that cause that bit of a problem. A Servulina does it to some degree, Necratrix does it some, and Bernetti, but uh, it's just all intestinal ones. But if you want to control necrotic enteritis, you really need to look at your coccidiosis program, specifically at Imeria maxima. Um, that is the general consensus right now, you know, that we worry about the vaccines, you know, if you give a vaccine presentation, of course, talking about that maxima issue, and uh, even with anacoxidial drugs, we talk about that maxima issue. So uh, yeah, it, it's a, if we could get rid of a myriad maxima problem, we wouldn't have the necrotic enteritis symposiums, but we, that's not the case. Necrotic enteritis is still very much out there. Uh, so is Imeria maxima. Uh, but as we take the antibiotics out of the feed, uh, necrotic enteritis becomes even more difficult to control. So that said, um, how can we go about controlling necrotic enteritis without using an antibiotic? That's also a good question. Um, but, and a, and a very complicated one in that uh, we can do it by feed additives as well as water-based additives, but that feed additives also includes nutritional approaches, which is, of course, we could do uh, anything from adding enzymes to a diet to adding different minerals to a diet, like zinc. I think we talked about that one time as, as having a good antibacterial activity. And then we have pro prebiotics, and uh, then we go down those ex plant extracts. And something that I talked about this weekend was more of the acids, the monoglycerides, and 
probiotics. Tell me about the study that you did. Well, right now, uh, again, at this symposium, if you listen to the presentations, I would say half of them really concentrated either on probiotics or they talked about butyrate or butyric acid and the advantages of what butyric acid does for strengthening of villi and, and also the pH changes were pulling out you know, ion transport and killing off the bacteria, a direct activity. And so, uh, and obviously you have probiotics that competitive exclusion. And so it was really a combination of those sort of, we had that butyric acid forming, or we were just feeding it as the monoglycerides, or we were comparing it to an antibiotic BND. Well, and that's what I was going to ask about because uh, you know that's always been the gold standard for managing necrotic enteritis would be to put some bacitracin in the feed. Is that um, always a point of comparison in these trials? Well BMD is a very good standard uh, particularly in antibiotics and, and it's still approved that we can use it you know we did a lot of Virginia mycin comparisons at therapeutic level but uh, right now there's still a lot of BMD and in and that, yeah, that sort of is the standard. Just like when for coccidia, for many years we put selenomycin in as a standard. This is what we're going to do for most, for most experimental models. One of the things that you have told me in the past, and Steve Davis and others have said this too, is that you can do these trials with the alternative products, and they can look great. And you might be able to repeat it, two or three times, but then sometimes when you get it out into the field, into the real world, it's a different story. Are we closing the gap on that, or is that still the case? I think that's still somewhat the case. It was really interesting, again, at this symposium, one of the last questions that someone asked was that, yes, you guys can prove that, show that this is working, but it doesn't always work in the field. It was a field vet that asked this question and we didn't really have time to answer that. And, but the real answer is that in those experimental models, we're really firstly determining proof of concept. Will it work at all? Yeah. Second is that you, know, you figure out a dose, you know, what, what dose is gonna work. So that is important. And uh, we're doing them under conditions that are we're reducing as many variables as we can. And then when you take it to the field, of course, there are a lot of variables that we don't, can't, but we know that the potential is there. And that's really their responsibility to put it into uh, uh, conditions where maybe they can make it work or understand, okay, my conditions are this way. I don't need that particular product. I need a different kind of product. So uh, they really have to understand all that there's so many products, but we, it's really better to use a lots of different approaches, but there is a difference. And it's everybody's responsibility, to, but my responsibility is to see if it actually has any potential. And, and the phrase you use there really perked my ears. You talk about testing a concept. Is that really what you're looking at with these types of products, just to kind of look at their mode of action as opposed to evaluating their efficacy? It is a combination of effect. Uh, originally, of course, it is a concept, but many of these things we've learned so much about that we've gotten past that. They have modes of action, how they think, you know, in, in as far as probiotics and bacteriosins, and, and there's so many things that they understand, and even the monoglycerides, what they actually do, you know, immune suppression, and 
but in the bottom line, it, it really is, is it efficacy, efficacy issues, and, and uh, my studies are efficacy studies, and they're not really nice where we can look at mode of action exactly, so, uh, so I think we're uh, transitioning now from concepts to doses to just efficacy. There's a lot of probiotic use, and I, I know we understand basically how they work. And I think we're understanding these other products too. So again, it's a pick and choose and making a complex difference. So yes, I think we're making good, good progress. Lots of moving parts. It is true that we have all these parts, put them together and we can control necrotic enteritis. But if we can control coccidia, that's what I'd really like to see. Mm -hmm.